Hallelujah. Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. Um, my name is um, Abraham Chabuse. I'm a pastor here at uh, Believers Bible Church. Welcome to church. Those who are with us here and uh, those who are live streaming, welcome. And um, thank you so much for joining us on our channel. Um, we appreciate it. But also we think and believe that you are going to appreciate what we are doing for the benefit of the kingdom of God and for your benefit as an individual. We are here to serve you with one, two, Thank God for the opportunity and the privilege uh, to serve you this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen and glory to God. Amen. So without waste of any time, I'm going to uh, request uh, Bazalwane in the house and those who are um, live streaming elsewhere to uh, open with me in the book of 1 John uh, chapter 5 verse 1 to 5, and I'm going to read on the translation I have. Uh, you should have it on your screen there also, uh, if possible. Hallelujah and glory to God. Now, let's read. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God, and everyone who loves the Father loves whoever has been born of him. But this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and obey his commands. For this is the love of God that we keep his commands and his commands are not burdensome for everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Let's pray. Precious Lord, precious Father, in Jesus' mighty name, we just want to thank you this morning for your grace to be able to minister the word of God. We just want to thank you for the grace to be able to hear your word this morning. In times whereby we don't hear the word anymore, we just want to thank you, Lord, that you still speak and you have counted us worthy to be your children. Father, thank you, thank you so much for the grace and for your mercy and your loving kindness. In Jesus' mighty name, Father, we thank you that indeed you will speak to us and we decrease in your presence and we allow Christ to increase and to increase. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hallelujah, amen. There are three definitive characteristics of faith, and that's what I'm going to focus on today. In other words, these are definitive, they talk about the sons of God. So these are the things that tells us if we are children of God or not. And then the sheep and the goats must be separated today. How do you know, that's my question this morning, that you are a son of God, okay, for the feminist, you are a woman of God, or you are a child of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we still together? Amen. Amen. And how do you know that you are victorious? This is one amazing book, as you are going to see. Number one, what I'm going to do or talk about 
in answering these two questions, how do you know that you are the son of God? How do you know that you are victorious? I'm going to discuss that people who are sons of God, people who are victorious, people who see results from the weight, believe, number one, that Jesus is the Christ. No other way, no manga manga, we can't duck and dive around this. It's either Jesus is the Christ, is the Messiah to you, or he's not. Hallelujah. He's not one great philosopher, uh, uh, as um, uh, people say, or a great teacher, or whatever. We must believe what he is or what he's not. Go and look at the quotation from C.S. Lewis. Actually, he writes eloquently about that, that we have to just decide one thing, that he's a crazy man, or we must believe what he said about himself, but he was not a great teacher. And I'm here to say to you, indeed, he was not a great philosopher. He is the Christ. He is the Messiah. There's a difference about that. It makes him different from any other head of any religious belief in our society or the uh, religious beliefs that has ever been in society. So Jesus is the Christ. If you are a son of God, that's the starting point. The second thing we'll quickly discuss this morning is that Anyone who claims to be a child of God, who claims to be a daughter of the Most High, who claims to be a son of God, who claims to be born again, will keep the commandments of the Lord. They are still there. Hallelujah. And thirdly, anyone who claims to be a child of God or born again or saved for that matter or to be a woman of God must overcome the world. If you are not overcoming the world, you are not a child of God. We are living in days whereby the church is trying to be the world, to attract the world to the church. We have missed it. The church must be the church to attract the world to the church. The church must be the light. We can't try to be darkness in order to attract darkness. We have to shine our light as bright as we can, so that those who are in darkness can come to the light. And let me tell you, people enjoy darkness. If they are rejecting you or rejecting the church or rejecting us because we are the light, it's fine. The Bible says Jesus was the true light of God who came and he was rejected by men because men loved darkness. So why bend it? to try to bring people. People must see the light and come to the light if they want it. If they don't want it, it's okay. Let us be like Noah who preached his gospel for 120 years from what I understand in scriptures and all he could save was his family. So if I can achieve that and have my wife saved and have my daughter saved and we, and we both, we all three see him one day when he comes back, I'm happy. Anything else is a bonus. So you must understand from where I am standing as a preacher. Hallelujah. So we have to go back to the original gospel. The gospel that saves. And I thank God that I'm not just winning my family. I'm winning others. There are people that I can see they are fully sold for God. And that's what we want. Hallelujah. After all, the Bible says, narrow is the gate that leads to life. So I'm not going to broaden it up and make it a broad church. I can tell you now, this is not the Congress, by the way. This is the church of the kingdom of God. It is not a broad church. Amen. Glory to God. 
What's happening with this introduction today? Anyway, let's do point number one. Number one, we must believe that Jesus is the Christ. Quickly, when we say believe that Jesus is the Christ, I can talk and talk on this really, but I'm not going to do that today. I'm going to summarize it for you from my notes here. When I say, or when the Bible says you must believe that Jesus is the Christ, maybe let's look at um, John 5 verse 1 first before I tell you what I'm about to tell you. Everyone that believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God. There. Can you see that? Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God. It means anyone who does not believe that Jesus is the Christ is not born of God. You can read it that way. Anyone who does not believe that Jesus is the Christ is not born of God. Therefore, they are not born again. Therefore, they are not the children of God. Therefore, they are not the sons of God. And therefore, they are not the daughters of God. Hallelujah. End of debate. Hallelujah. So, I'm talking to people who have the desire to believe what we believe. Hallelujah. Or those who already believe. If you don't believe this, your own problem continue with your beliefs. Hallelujah. God is a respectful God who does not force people to believe. He gave us free will to choose for ourselves. Hallelujah. So now, we must believe that Jesus is the Christ. So the Christ is the anointed one. The Christ is the Messiah. And, 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 and quickly, a Messiah basically is a king, is a priest, and is a prophet. But now, when we look at Jesus, we must see him as a true Israel characterized by a king of kings. His name is Jesus. We must see Jesus as a true Israel characterized by a high priest in the order of Melchizedek with no beginning and with no end. He's an eternal one, Melchizedek. Hallelujah and glory to God. This is the priest that when we look to him, he does not have to ask for forgiveness for his own sins because he washed our sins with his own pure blood. We have a pure priest. Hallelujah and glory to God. And lastly, we have to see him as the prophet that talks to us in these last days. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 1, in previous times, God spoke to us in different ways or in various manners, using different people, using prophets. But however, in these last days, God has elected, God has chosen to speak to us through his son, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. When you believe that in these last days, God speaks to us through his son, Jesus Christ, you are a son of God. You are born again. You are a woman of God. You are a child of God. When you believe that he is a king of kings, there is no other king beside Jesus, then you are indeed a son of God. Hallelujah. No other way. Hallelujah. The other time I've already preached and showed you that there are things that confirm that we are the son of God. But from our side, this is the first one. We must do the believing. Hallelujah. Until you believe that there's no greater priest than Jesus. Forget it. You'll continue looking for somebody to stand between you and God. While you could be a priest of your own life. 
while you could be a priest of your own family. Hallelujah and glory to God. And that is why when I started, I said, every man and every woman must have the desire to know the word because you have access to Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, you have come to the royal gathering or the royal assembly of priests and kings. And that's who we are. And our king is Jesus. And our high priest is Jesus. And glory to God. Amen. Amen. Oh, Jesus, thank you. Hmm. That's number one. I'm done with that one. You must believe that Jesus is the Christ. So I've explained it. I'm done. I'm moving on. Right. Number two. You must keep his commands. You can't be a son and never keep his commands. Last week where we left off was where I said, sons are influenced by the father. It is not the other way around where sons influence the father. We are living in a society that wants the word of God to be rewritten to accommodate certain sectors of society. You can't influence God. He has decided how the book is written. It's a take it or leave it. You don't like him, that's okay. You don't like the, the, the vocab used, that's okay. There's nothing we can do. It's as is, hallelujah. Understand it within its own context. Hallelujah and glory to God. Now, just to answer somebody out there, by the way, it it's, it's favors feminines, by the way, the Bible. It talks about women more than men. Hallelujah. Now when it talks about men, it always exposes our scandal. We can talk about what Deborah, we, 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 could, we, we could just pull any of them. We could pull more Abigail, wise women. Hallelujah. Who are married to fools. Hallelujah. It always look at women from a perspective of victorious people. Hallelujah. It is the women who, 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 who did exploits in their time. There's a woman who says, if I could touch the hem of his garment, I could be healed. We preach about that one. Hallelujah. So I'm not going to stand here and allow anybody to criticize a book that they've never read. Hallelujah. I have to be relevant, hallelujah, and teach my members, the members of our church who are listening to these people who are bewitching them with their rhetoric that is out of order because it's my job to teach our members and the members of the other churches who, who maybe the pastor is not doing it that, hey, this book in a little pillow. Hallelujah. Maybe it's time for you to follow me on Instagram. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm joking, don't follow me. Amen. But, but, but you get the point. You must keep the commands. This is how it goes. Everyone who believes, uh, I'm reading from John, uh, 1 John 5, 1, uh, verse 1, all the way to where I'll stop. Everyone who believes that Jesus is Christ has been born of God, settled, right? And everyone who loves the Father loves whoever has been born of him. Can you see that? But... By this we know, okay, you can see this is a sign, okay, this is a trait. By this we know that we love the children of God, okay? When we love God, good, are you with me? And obey his commands, can you see that? And obey his commands? Oh, this is still in the New Testament. Because there's a group of people, again, who think that there are no commandments in the Bible, they are gone with the altar, there are still commands here. Hallelujah. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commands. This is the love of God that we keep his commands. 
Let me repeat here. It's a, it's a message on its own right there. This is the love of God that we keep his commands. A God who does not want you to keep his commands and to break them, he's not God. Or rather, he's not my God. I'm not worshipping that one. We are worshipping a different one. We are going to toe the line and follow the instructions of the word when we come to the house of God. We are not going to influence God about our lives, but we are going to allow God to influence our destiny, to influence our future. Listen, member of Believers Bible Church and anyone listening to me, stop being influenced by influencers. Allow God, the chief influencer, to influence you. The problem with believers, you now look up to influencers and not look at the author and the finisher of your life. And we are sitting with a problem in the body of Christ. And it's high time that we fix these things. It's time that we say, we get influence from the throne room of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't allow somebody who's being influenced by some shameful people. No. Hallelujah. There's nothing wrong with the problem. But you don't have to join in because, no, man. Hallelujah. We are called to be different. We are separated to be different. We are born again to be unique. We are born again to be special. Hallelujah. Not to blend in. We must stand out. Matter of fact, a born again, called, spirit filled pastor of the way of God, he's called to be distinct. I have not to, I am not called to preach a message that blends. It must always ruffle feathers. If I'm not ruffling feathers, I'm not doing my job. I'm not called to preach a message that everybody agrees with. What's the point of preaching? Is to challenge and to provoke people and to bring them to the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. In fact, if a man of God is loved too much, be worried about that. Because he's leading or he's sugarcoating his message. Jesus himself was rejected by many. He was a man of sorrow. Hallelujah. I look up to him. If he was rejected, if he was a man of sorrow, if some people despised him, if others did not see any beauty in him, who am I? If I'm following Jesus, what happened in his life will happen in my life. Hallelujah. It says we'll be glorified with him, but not only that, we will suffer with him and glory to God. That is the true gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Not this diluted prosperity gospel of yours. I believe in the gospel of prosperity, but according to the word of God, I'm not a poor man as I'm talking to you, so I know what I'm talking about, but I understand as a believer, I will suffer from time to time because it comes with the package of being glorified together with Christ Jesus. Oh, let's come back to the message. Hallelujah. All right, Matthew 22, verse 37, reads as follow. Matthew 22, 37 to 40. And he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and the first commandment. And the second is like to eat. You shall love your neighbor. I'm coming to this one now. This is where we are going to preach. You shall love. No, we are not negotiating here. 
Are you a son of God? It says, you shall love your neighbor as self, as yourself. This thing of showing off to your neighbors must fall in the name of Jesus. What you must do is to love your neighbor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And glory to God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And on these two commandments, listen to this, depends all the law and the prophets. This is what the line means. You want to know the Bible. You want to understand the scriptures. First of all, you must understand you must love God. Secondly, you must love his people. Done. That's the framework of the Bible. You read the Bible, the message is that. Love God, love his people. Done. It's not about self. We preach too much about self. Every time if I say, who wants a car, the line will be quick. Who wants? But if I say, who wants to be prayed for to love, nobody will come. Hallelujah. Let's read 1 John 3.23. And this is the commandment that we believe in his name. His son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as he has commanded us. That's 1 John 3.23. And this is the commandment not me, I'm reading, and we will believe, no, that we believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ. Can you see? It's a command. Let's repeat. It's a command to love Jesus. It is a command to believe in the name of Jesus Christ. It's a commandment. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't break that commandment. You are breaking it most of the time. Love Jesus at any cost. Swim upstream if it has to. Amen. And the second one, just like that one, love one another. Just he has commanded us. One way to show love is to preach the truth. A pastor who does not love people will lie to people because he's worried about his pockets. When you love people, you will always tell them the truth. You will never dilute the truth. Hallelujah. We had lost focus. We had focused on all these other things and lost the main reason why we are doing this, saving the lost. Hallelujah. Mm. Love God. Under this heading of keeping the commandments. Loving God is similar to my first point, by the way. That says you must believe that Jesus is the Christ. Why I'm saying that? Love, loving God means believing in the name of his son. If you love God, you'll believe that. If you don't love God, you won't believe that is this, <laughs> Jesus Christ is the son of God. You won't believe in the name of Jesus. You won't believe that in heaven and on earth, there's only one name that has been given, the name of Jesus, the whereby every creation will bow. If you don't believe that, you don't love God. Stop fooling yourself. Stop lying to yourself. You are a liar. According to the Bible, I read. You are an antichrist. And you are anti-God. You don't believe in God. If you love God, you will believe in the name of his son. Hallelujah. And those who crucified Jesus are those who never loved God. Hallelujah. And I don't want to dwell on this. 
the message. I want to finish the, today's message. Maybe God willing will go one by one with these things and just make it a series on its own because we can dwell on every point, really. Loving God with a sermon on its own. Today, allow me to be another intro on this message, yes, and sheep. It's another intro then. Yeah. Hallelujah. The second thing, as part of keeping the commandment, is to love your neighbor. Today, I just want to dwell on this one as I close the message. I might just go overboard with the time. Allow me to do that. I want to do it proper. God wants us to love our neighbor. Our faith is dependent on us loving God, believing in the name of Jesus Christ and loving God. If you claim to have faith, number one, you believe in the name of Jesus. Number two, you will love your neighbor. We are not going to discuss, argue about that. You are going to. It's a must. Amen. If you don't want to, you are not a child of God, okay? Yes. It's not biblical to hate. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. You buy labels because you hate people. <laughs> you want to show off. <laughs> you are worried about other people's names and not the name of Jesus. Hey. You spend thousands and thousands and thousands buying expensive labels. And thousands and thousands buying cars. By the way, most cars, if you are not aware, it's people's names on those things, young. Go and just Google, including a Toyota. It's somebody's same name. Uh -huh. Including a Nissan. It's somebody's same name. We are so obsessed with other people's names and not the name of God. I don't want to talk about the fashion labels that you are putting on social media, that you are following and chasing. And that is why you don't care about those who are ministering the word of God. You want those who have those things. And that's not the gospel. We should be obsessed and caring about the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We should be obsessed about being washed and cleansed by the blood of Jesus. Because when Jesus comes, it won't matter what label you are wearing or what label you are driving. And some suburbs are named after people. Doesn't matter which suburb you stay in or which street you stay in named after that political figure. It will never matter. It will be about, do you know the name of Jesus? Do you, did you submit to the king of kings? That's all that's going to count. So let us get obsessed and concerned about the name of Jesus. In fact, even the name of your church will never matter but the name of Jesus so we have to come back to the truth of the gospel hallelujah and glory to God and love your neighbor my wife said people are hating people I took the challenge and I said I'll fix it the few I can reach I'll fix it when people are sick, you can't hate on them. You can't distance yourself from them. Which Bible are you reading? Hey? If greater is he in you, why you should be afraid of people who have contracted COVID? Or any other disease for that matter? Because when they come into contact with you, they must get life from you. Stop fooling yourself unless there is no life in you. And the thing is because there is no life in you. There's no word in you. That's why you don't love people. Let me show you. Let me show you the Bible now. And I'm not going to do the third point, I think. We'll do it another day. Let me just do this part. A man said to Jesus, 
What should I do to inherit the kingdom of God? Hallelujah. He asked him. Then Jesus threw it back to him and then he quoted the scriptures that you must love God and you must love your neighbor. Or rather, Jesus said that, right? That is found in the book of Luke uh, chapter 10. I think from verse 30 somewhere there. Hallelujah. Go and find it to Luke chapter 10. And, 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 and then after Jesus has quoted that he must love God and then also love the neighbor, then the man trying to excuse himself, trying to be smart, he says, who is my neighbor? Let me ask the question this morning. Who is your neighbor? Who is your neighbor in 2020? Must I tell you? I'll tell you just now. Let's go back to that Luke chapter 10. Then Jesus answering the question. Listen to this. If you did not listen to the first part of the message, it's okay. Now you can't afford to miss this part. Because only this will determine if you are a child of God. I know you confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Let's see you'll pass this one. This is your litmus test as a child of God. Jesus said, this man says, who's my neighbor? Jesus says, I'll tell you who's your neighbor. He says, there was a man from Jerusalem going to Jericho. On his way to Jericho, a bunch of thieves and thugs attacked him. And they attacked him so hard and left him for dead. The man was about to die. They left him on the way. And as they left him to die alone, the Bible say by coincidence, not by purpose, not by plan. In other words, this was just a coincidence. Read it in the scripture. And this man was a priest. Happened to be the first one to pass where the man was lying about to die. When the priest, Muzalwan, Mukrestewa 2020, when he saw the sight about Daka, and he took the other way. I don't want to see that. He went the other way and he ignored the situation. And you know what? He did not defile himself. He did not make himself dirty and his life was clean and he did not cost him anything. And he went home and smiled to the wife and the kids and they had their dinner and watched TV and he slept in peace. Hallelujah. And life went on as normal for the priest. But then he says, another one, just like the priest, was a Levite. The ones who are serving in the house of the Lord. He passed the same space. When he saw that, he took the other way too, just like the priest. Hallelujah. He also went and did whatever he did at home as if he saw nothing. Then Jesus says, and there came a despised man, a Samaritan, deliberately so. And this Samaritan, when we came, he saw the sight. Jesus, on his parable, on his story, he does not say the Samaritan took the other way. He does not say he looked at the other way. The Bible says he went near. He went down on his knees. I'm adding now, all right, in a good way. He went down on his knees, and then he took out oil, and he took out wine. Not wine for drinking, okay? Wine is like sanitizer, Bazalone. Uh, he has a lot of alcohol. Sanitizer has a lot of alcohol. So in the Bible, when you see wine sometimes, think sanitizer. Glory to God. Amen. Let me help you read the Bible in 2020, all right, before you push your out-of-order agenda. He took his oil, and he took his wine. 
the sanitize. He started to clean the wounds. Then he bandaged him. Then he carried him. He took him to an inn. And when he got there, I think if I'm remembering well, he stayed the night with him. And he paid for the night. And he said to the innkeeper, listen to me, can you please look after this man on my behalf, but not just my behalf, at my cost. I want a tab to be opened for me, not, not to his credit, but I want to have a debt. I want to have a credit. Please, any cost associated to this man, I don't know. This man is not even a Samaritan. He was from Jerusalem to Jericho. I can tell you now, he was a Jew. This is a man who will naturally not like a Samaritan. The Samaritan says, everything that's going to cost you, I want it to be charged at my account. Then my Lord and Savior, the one I believe in, Jesus Christ, he says, who is the neighbor? Now the teacher of the law, the expert of the law, who thought he was smarter than Jesus, he says, like a sheep now, the Samaritan. Then Jesus says to him, go and do likewise. That is the true gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not your show of gospel. Why should I applaud God for giving you Louis Vuitton's assembly? Tonight. I don't have time for such a cause. I'm going to repeat. That's ruffle feathers. I don't have time. We know people are losing livelihoods wherever they are. But we are obsessed with labels in this country. Look at the corruption of government. Please share it. Let them listen. Because Not only the these things are not in the word of God. Our country is corrupt because people are chasing material things. There's no Christianity. People from a party that was founded by believers, that was founded by men of God, has become a bunch of thieves now who might even want to silence me from preaching, for saying the truth. And we have to challenge it, that the gospel, we should care about the poor. Yes, sir. Now even the rich are becoming poorer. We are now looking at our electricity meter because it's expensive now to have electricity in your home because of looters, because of people who don't love God, because of people who don't love their neighbors. If you love your neighbor, you won't steal from the, this country. You won't steal the future of our children. You won't steal. But not only that, you won't allow your neighbor to die. You know the poor lady or the poor man is sick, is living alone, but you are not providing them with food. You are not providing, you are waiting for churches to come. It's your neighbor. It says, your neighbor. But no, you want to do it when we bring cameras. It's not going to happen, young. You have to help people privately so like this man did. At your cost. You won't be applauded in this time. But when you see him, he's going to pet you. Well done, you faithful servant. And that's what we are looking at as Barnaba Mudimu. We must love our neighbor. Our neighbor is the hating. 
Our neighbors is the ostracized. It's the disfranchised people. It's people who have nothing. Those are our neighbors. Hallelujah. So if all of us in this room and those who are listening to me will look after their own neighbor, we won't be having the problems we are having. But we rather buy expensive names and forgetting about the name of Jesus. You don't even have an expensive Bible for that matter, Zalwane. Let me rebuke you a little bit. You find it very easy to buy expensive things, but you use a cheap Bible with cheap lettering that's affecting your eyes. Buy a quality Bible. Maybe start there. Spend as much as you can to buy a quality leather Bible. What do I left for me, woman? Read, like, get a good thing. Invest in the things of God. Hallelujah and glory to God. Now, as we conclude, don't be afraid to love. This is the love of God that I'm doing here. You know why? I'm exposing myself to COVID coming here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There are seven people. I don't know where they come from. But because... I love God, yes. I will come yes. and preach yes. even when I'm exposing myself yes. Yes. because I trust him yes, sir. that he will protect me. Yes, sir. Just like the nurses, I'm in the front line. Yes. But I want every member of our church and everybody listening to me to be a front line person. Hallelujah. Yes. And glory God. to God. Amen. Amen. Yes, I could be a serious cotton ever so long for real, ne? If in there is at least a democracy, every time the budget does not add, we have to make sure as a family that we cover the balance. So in other words, we don't have a strict uh, balance. There are a few people in this church who know Oruna. This is how we do. We cover the balance a short time. And guess what? Since COVID is even worse, watch what you have to. Because why? We love the people of God. If you love God, you will sacrifice having nice things and make sure that you are serving people. You are serving the purpose of God in your generation. Hallelujah. And I'm not against nice things. Have them, all right? Hallelujah. But have them properly. Amen. Not because you have low self-esteem. Hallelujah. I I, I could rant on that now, but let me stop. Hallelujah. Because some of you, your problem, you have low self-esteem. That is why you can't wait to invite people to like you or to like your page. Please. You don't have the love of the Father in you. Have the love of the Father in you. How go about? Stop running away from people. Hallelujah. Amen. The government did say 1,5 meters. What are you going to lose by standing 1,5 meters from the person with COVID and give them whatever you need and you go home? What are you going to, and they are your family member. I'm not talking about, about, about whole, like a family member, they are a member of your church or they are born in your family. Yeah. Why? Mm. You only want to do it when there are big cameras and you are putting it there and you are so, you are five meters away from the people. Oh, really now? There's no love of the Lord in you. Yeah. So let's have the love of God. When you have this type of love I just described now, this one, like the, um, uh, the Samaritan, then you are a son of God. So a son at Believer's Bible Church is somebody who says Jesus is Lord. Number two is somebody who will go out of their way to show the love of God to the next person 
selfish, who are self-centered, we are not going to have that. We don't want such here. In this church, we are not selfish. We are givers. We take care of our own. We take care of our members. That's the church we want to have. And that is why I have no desire to have a mega church. I want it to be a manageable thing that all of us can look after each other. Because I know once it's too big, we everybody gets lost. I don't want that. I want it to be a church that represents Jesus on this earth for his glory and his honor. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Can I have an amen now? Hallelujah. So don't be afraid to love. Why? Should I tell you? For God is love. Yes. I think you had forgotten that part. Yes. For God is love. 1 John 4, 18 says what? Perfect love. Cast away all fear. How na mudimu There's no perfect love in you when you are afraid. How to sama otsaba ro batla o tsweetsa le rato la modimo ha le yo because if you have the love of god all fear shall be cast away from you hallelujah amen 1 john 4:7 beloved let us love one another for love is from god and we, and whoever loves has been born of god and knows god yes sir come on i'm not saying my own things we are capable of loving but the fruit of the spirit is what? Love, joy, let's go, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, hallelujah, and glory to God. Amen? I think I left out two. Hallelujah. But the point is, it starts with love. If the Holy Spirit is there to confirm that you are a son of God, let's see the fruit. Love.